from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You know what that means. It is time for Live from America. Ladies and gentlemen, today, even though it's Friday the 13th, We don't believe in negative energy. We only believe in positive energy here on the Live from America channel and along with the entire Live from America family. So welcome, welcome, welcome. You are watching Live from America. Today is August 13th, year of our Lord, 2021, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I'm just a couple days away from my birthday. Of course, we're going away with the family this weekend. Uh, one last family trip before school starts, and of course, it'll be uh, my birthday weekend, you know, because I'm going to be all of ooh, 42 years old come Monday. Some of you would say I'm a baby. Some of you would say, wow, you're getting up there. Either way, I'm a child of God, so I'm happier now than I've ever been in my entire life. Folks, we are live on Rumble. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Roku, Firestick. We are on JeremyHerald.com. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on many other uh, podcast platforms as well. And if I could ask you the, to just do me the incredible favor, if you're watching on social media, share. It takes about one minute to share to five different places. That's the key. That's how Mike Lindell gets spread around so much. That is how uh, all the freedom fighters get spread around so much. And it's all by your actions. So you're just as much as a driving force behind this as anybody who's behind the camera doing a show. So I want to thank you all very, very much. I want to go right to social media real quick because we got a lot to get through today. Being today is the only show of the day. So I want to make sure we don't miss anything. Let's go ahead ahead and say hello to SheCat and Sandy Sherman. Kristen Donovan is here. Pinky Summers says, LOL, you're a spring chicken. (laughs) Isn't that what Joe Biden sounds like? My butt, my butt. You're right, my butt. Anyway, uh, Eagle Lady 19566 says, happy birthday, Jeremy. Love from Florida. Sass64 says, you're a baby and a child of God. Thank you so very much. Tucci99 says, there is no Facebook share. Well, what do you know about that? (laughs) You can always copy the link and put it over there anyway, especially in a few groups. That's the big one, because your groups will all see it as well. Uh, Becky80 says, L-O-L-O-L. And let's see, who else we got here? Midwest Patriot 21 says, happy Friday, Patriots. Have a great birthday weekend. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Let's see, Redneck1776 says, need prayers for my dad again. He had... A rough night in the hospital and wants to come home. Well, I understand. Nothing, like I said yesterday in yesterday's show, nothing makes me more hurt when I, is when I see other people in pain. And I just want to say, uh, we'll be praying for your dad. We'll be praying that he that he gets better and comes home, and he's around people who love him. That's that's what we'll be praying for. Okay. Uh, let's move over to YouTube and say hello to Carla Rowe. Hello, Carla. Good to see you. Linda Zollinger. Good to see you. Steve Crow, let's email Dan Bongino today about what Mike Lindell and why are they not talking about it. It's actually going to be part of this show today where we're going to be talking about that. Diane Parker, hello, good to see you. Uh, Regina Johnson is here, says happy early birthday. Hope you and your family have a great weekend. God bless you and thank you so very much for saying that. Heather Heradrick, uh, Erica Falkenberry, good to see both of you. I'm so, so happy to see you. And let's say hello to Lisa Spinks on YouTube. 
All right, folks, I want to tell you some, uh, some good news here real quick. Uh, my wife and I got our uh, email this morning about our financial aid that we applied for for our children to stay in Christian school. Again, this is something we have to do every year. We never know when we're actually going to be able to afford it or not. So by the grace of God, we pray and we pray and we pray for it to come through that we can afford to be able to put our kids there. And I want to tell you how God answers prayers, folks. This is so incredibly amazing. I want to tell you how God answers prayers. So um, for each one of my kids to go to school, the regular cost would be $5,760 a year times that by five. You're talking an amount that we can't pay. We could never do that. So it, the regular price for to send our kids to a private Christian school is $5,760 a year per kid. By the grace of God and by the mercy and the love of God, we got $4,000 a piece for them in uh, financial uh, aid and grant through the program, through the state program. Now, we have a very unique way that things are done here in New Hampshire. Businesses around the state actually donate money into this fund for children to be able to go to a private school or a Christian school, and that's where we get a most, most of the funds, but the school also pitches in and will grant a little bit as well, like a little bit of a, a, a reduction. Ladies and gentlemen, by the grace of God, they've, we've got $4,000 per kid. That means only $1,760 per kid a year to go to school and keep them away from all of those, the public school craziness that's going on. Now, I know that everybody doesn't have that opportunity, and, I, and, and, I'm, and I'll help you. I'll do whatever I can in your state to help you try to find financial aid of some sort. And there's a lot of programs out there, even statewide, that will help you get this. But here's the other thing. In the same email... Ladies and gentlemen, in the same, I'm so happy I could cry. In the same email, they said, no masks, no social distancing of any kind. Kids, uh, teachers, faculty, come back to school just as you always, always, always remember. Back to our normal normal. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get an amen? Can we just get an amen for God answering prayers? And that's exactly how he does it. We can afford that. It's tight. It's tight means that we can't have something else, but I would rather spend my money on that than anything else in the world. So praise God in all of his glory. I'd also like to thank Murray Bennett for your donation this morning and Angie Gamboa as well for the water bottle and the wonderful card that you sent for my birthday. She sent me a great water bottle with my name on it, even spelled right. I've gotten things where my name was spelled wrong before, but I want to thank Angie Gamboa so very much and also for your happy birthday card as well. God bless you and thank you. Thank you so very much. All right, folks, uh, this morning there was no newsletter and the reason why there was no newsletter this morning was because I'm not going to be here tonight to read from Jesus Calling and I always want to get a little Jesus Calling in my life and in your lives. So ladies and gentlemen, let's read from the morning version of Jesus Calling which we never do because I always read from the evening version when we do this on the night show. But since there's no night show tonight, let's go right to this. And I think this is a great, great message. I even have some of the Bible verses pulled up to go through. So August 13th says this, learn to enjoy life more. What have I been saying for the last few months, folks? Enjoy your lives America still exists here. Keep your kids up with traditions. Keep your kids up with the way you grew up with. Let them know that they can still do it. We don't need to fight 24-7. We need some R&R &R once in a while. And it says this, learn to enjoy life more. Relax, remembering that I am God with you. I crafted you with enormous capacity to know me and enjoy my presence. 
when my people wear sour faces and walk through their lives with resigned rigidity, I am displeased. When you walk through a day with childlike delight, savoring every blessing, you you proclaim trust in me, your ever-present shepherd. The more you focus on my presence with you, the more fully you can enjoy life. Glorify me through your pleasure in me. Thus you proclaim my presence to watching the world. And where I want to go to is John 10, 10 and 11, where this is pulled from. So if you go to John 10, 10 and 11, it says this. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Boy, I tell you, if I didn't drop to my knees so many times a day and ask for God for for a peace of heart, peace of mind, and positivity, I don't think I could get through this world with all the bad stuff that I that I report on and that we see every day. But all that bad stuff means that the fact that we know it's there. The fact that we know it's there means that we have the truth, and the fact that we have the truth means that we can di- uh, do a diagnostic uh, analysis on what needs to be done to fix it, and we know that it's all done with God. So it's really always good news. Amen? Let's go ahead and say the Lord's Prayer, everybody. Put your coffees aside. Tell everybody to join in. Take your hats off, and please... Please, please, please say the Lord's Prayer with me loud so that everybody around you can hear and God can hear in heaven so that we can proclaim our love for him and show that courage is definitely contagious. And share the video too. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Java Girl says, I cried to God yesterday. I had a bad moment. It truly helped. It does. It does. Just think... When you're down on your knees crying to God, just think that you are crawling to the feet of Jesus and he walks up to you and puts his hand on your shoulder or puts his hand on your head and asks you to rise and embraces you and hugs you. That feeling, if you can find that feeling, you'll never go back to anything ever again. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you ready to rumble? You ready to rock? Because I got a fire in my belly from yesterday. And (laughs) do I got a fire in my belly from yesterday. All right, here we go. The first and foremost section of today, I'm so glad that there's about 5,500 people watching because everyone needs to hear this. I've been doing some research. I've been doing some research on religious exemptions for all of you. I've been doing some research on any kind of health exemption that I can for you. I've been doing any kind of research that I am capable of doing on trying to get you out of having to take this in order to keep your job because that seems to be the biggest hurdle right now is people have to decide between making a living or getting the shot and most people are going to be just so beat down and 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 they don't want to lose their job or their career that they're going to hope and pray that they take the shot and nothing happens to them that's what most people are going to do however folks i think i might have found something at least to bring up to your employer if they want to go down this road it might deter them but at the same time if something does happen to you if you decide that taking the vaccine is the 
right choice for you to do to keep your job. If something does happen to you, no, you cannot sue Pfizer. No, you cannot sue Moderna. No, you cannot sue Johnson & Johnson. And no, you cannot sue the federal government. But you know who you can hold accountable for it? Your employer, ladies and gentlemen. And you want to know where I got that information? From OSHA.gov itself. I took a screenshot of it and I brought it up on the computer for you to go read as much as you can about it. What I took a screenshot of and what prompted me to go start looking into this rule in OSHA was a, 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 a screenshot that I take that I took of a, a frequently asked question forum that I was in. I was reading through this frequently asked question forum, okay, and what I got was this. And there it is right there, just so you can see. Right up on the top, it says OSHA.gov. I don't know if you can see that in the camera, but it's the OSHA website. And it says this. The question was, if I require my employees to take the COVID-19 vaccine as a condition of their employment, are the adverse reactions to the vaccine recordable? Recordable. What does that mean? That means that anytime something happens in your job, at your job, per OSHA, that causes you any kind of physical harm, any kind of, uh, 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 any kind of, uh, uh, any kind of physical harm that, that keeps you from doing your job or for, or that keeps you, uh, from being healthy. You have to record that. So that way you can trace it back to the job being the place in which this, uh, this, this arose to. All right. Now check this out. The answer to this frequently asked question by the, uh, by the OSHA.gov people who handle this website said, if you require your employees to be vaccinated as a condition of your employment, i.e. for work-related reasons, especially the fact, fact that it's, it's not even approved yet fully, then any adverse reaction to the COVID-19 vaccine is work-related. What? Let me read that again for all of you in the back who just didn't seem to hear my loud, raspy, froggy voice. If you require your employees to be vaccinated as a condition of their employment, i.e. for work-related reasons, then any adverse reaction to the COVID-19 vaccine is work-related. The adverse reaction is recordable if it is a new case under 29 CFR 1904.6. Please write that down. Under 29 CFR 1904.6. Dot six. Not 29 CFR 1904.6 and seven. It meets if a new, uh, the adverse reaction is recordable if it is a new case under these numbers that I just gave you and meets one or more of the general recording criteria in 29 CFR 1904.7. So let's go to the OSHA website real quick, shall we? Let's pop this over for you guys to see. If you go. Here we are right here, the United States Department of Labor, OSHA.gov, and you go to the search bar right here, type in, um, excuse me, 29 CFR 1904.6 and 29 CFR 1904.7. It pulls up everything that I just read to you, what that answer is referring to in this section right through here. And all you have to do is scroll down to the recordable part. So ladies and gentlemen, the fact of the matter here is, yes, you cannot sue. You uh, somebody said, "Is this on your website right now?" No, what's on my website is a is a Catholic religious exemption 
in a Word document so it can be changed out of a Catholic one to a Presbyterian one or anything else. But I'm also getting a whole bunch of these that are already done for different churches so that I can compile them and put them on my website. Folks, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can right now to try to give you the tools that you need to fight this. Okay, I've already made the decision no matter what happens. Uh, and, and luckily I work for all of you, but if all of you don't have a job and you guys can't fund this show, then I don't have a job anyway. You know what I mean? But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing this be- because God is directing me to these things. God is directing me to these things so I can help you so that you can be free of tyranny in your life. And that's what I'm dedicated to do. So make sure you check it out again, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out again. It is 29 CFR 19046 and 29 CFR 1904.7. If you have to take the vaccine and then something bad happens to you and you keep everything recorded, then they have to record that by OSHA. They have to record that adverse reaction as a work-related illness, which will give you the rights to sue them or at least be able to collect money uh, for some reason or another. You know what I mean? Now, would that include our military, somebody asked? I don't think so. I'm not sure. But I will be talking about our military here in a little bit. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's thank God first and foremost that we have that opportunity to be able to come across this information for each other. Again, OSHA lays it right out. Your employer, if they require it, they're taking that uh, burden on themselves from the federal government, from the pharmaceutical companies who apparently just can't be sued, isn't that, isn't that great, uh, and puts it on the employer. So you might want to show your employer, uh, I don't think you can do this, and here's why. Do it and see what happens. So ladies and, so ladies and gentlemen, there you go. That's the, that was the big news of the day. Now, I'm going to take a quick break because I want to go to social media and see what some of you are saying in here. I did see somebody say something that their husband worked for OSHA. So we're going to take a quick break from the news. Be back right after this. Um, you are awesome. Thank you for the extra hard work and, and what you do. We appreciate you. Thank you, Sass. Um, it's all glory goes to God. I'm just doing This is my job. That's why you guys hired me, right? Uh, Alicia Wyda says, wow, amazing. I would discuss it with an attorney, said Miss Renegade. I, I, I definitely would discuss that with an attorney. Take those, those, um, take those subsections that I gave you, those, what are they called, uh, standard numbers, subsection numbers, take those that I gave you and take them to an attorney. That's what I would do if I was in your shoes. Um, yes, the military is under OSHA. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. I, I'm not an attorney, so I, I didn't know that. But if, if, that's what, if that's what you're saying, then that's great. The military has to honor a religious exemption. There you go. Exactly. That's why I'm starting to put them on my website for you guys. I'll do anything I can to help out. Um, what about the military? Somebody already asked that. What kind of a lawyer would I need to hire? Well, um, hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I would think that any lawyer that um, takes part in suing companies for any kind of work-related um, injury, work-related injury, so an injury attorney, I think that's who you would go to. I think that's definitely who you'd go to. Sharon Ross says, fabulous info. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. And um, one thing Toto said, it don't say, I don't think. You need to be firm in your stand. And then vegetarian, she's right too. She said, Jeremy, check out Peggy Hall too. www.healthyamerican.org. She has exemptions on there for you too. Definitely. That's right. That is right. So make sure you check out that website too. 
Okay. And yes, Melissa Streffy said it right. It's probably a work-related injury lawyer. Yeah. Jay Sekulow, or American Frontline Doctors for Attorneys, Jeremy, says 22BZY3. And I agree with that, too. A labor attorney, somebody said. There you go. But you have the mil- you have the tools to fight. Take them and fight, folks. That's what you do. Okay? All right, back with more Live from America. we got a lot new- of news to get to. So, um, you know, while we take those little breaks, it's nice to be able to talk to each other and to be able to, uh, you know, go outside of the show for a minute and, and, and conversate. But we got to get to the news. So Biden, right now. Joe Biden, the sniffer and thief, the illegitimate resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is now trying to make it mandatory that you have the vaccine in order to do interstate travel. Now, he hasn't proposed this yet, but listen to the way this story is written and listen to what he thinks he would like to do. Now, again, if they could make you take this vaccine, folks, remember, you would have already had to take it. Think about that. Think about that. If they could make you take the vaccine, you would have already had to have taken it. So anything that they're doing outside of that is just trying to pressure you and take more of your, quote, freedoms away from you so that it makes your life harder. Stand up and still resist. If that's where your stance is, stand up and resist. Okay? Now, here we go. (laughs) Meanwhile... The administration has taken steps. I'm, I'm, I'm going halfway through the story because the first part of the story is we already all know. Meanwhile, the administration has taken steps toward mandating shots for people traveling into the United States from overseas. And the White House is weighing options to be more assertive at a state and local level, including a potential support for school districts imposing rules to prevent spread of the virus over the objection of Republican leaders. Oh, there we go. Here we are. Okay. Um... Let me scroll down here. For now, Biden has required most federal workers to attest to their vaccination status under potential criminal penalties with those who have not received the dose required to maintain social distancing, test weekly for the virus, even though the tests don't work, and many other problems. We already know all this is happening. Um, Let's see here. I don't want to scroll down too far. I want to make sure I read exactly the interstate travel part. We already said the interstate, local, uh, uh, state and local levels. But um, as he's trying to, as he's trying to push harder and harder and harder for you to take these vaccines, and this is on abcnews.com, and they're and they're in favor for it. You read the entire story; they're definitely in favor for it. Every single one of these of these reporters are in favor for it. But what they're talking about right now is airline travel first. Now, I said over a year ago that they were going to try to do this at a vehicle level. What are they going to do? Put checkpoints in every state? By the way, it's, it's unconstitutional. But so is a lot of things that they're, that they're doing or trying to do. So he's saying that he can force airlines, if he wants to, he's not going to go that route yet. He wants to give you the choice. Kind of like uh, Mayor de Blasio did when he said, mm, you like these hamburgers and fries? Eat these hamburgers and fries and think of vaccines. And then he said, all right, the playtime's over. We were nice enough. Well, that's where Biden is right now. So he's trying to scare everybody into doing it so they'll do it and then the next step is stopping interstate travel through the airlines but i don't even think he can do that because even though that the airlines are regulated federally by tsa and all that i don't think he can do that because if that was the case american united and delta would not be able to deny biden 
his, his orders, and they wouldn't be able to say we're not making our workers get vaccinated. So, just to let you know, that kind of stuff is coming, and we knew that this was coming, but still, stand your ground. Still stand your ground. Okay? Now check this out. New Orleans and San Francisco, if you live in New Orleans or San Francisco, they are following the blind lead of New York City. And again, they are requiring vaccines or a negative COVID test. Again, we know the tests don't work. We know that they give false positives. (laughs) And we know that they're just saying everybody has COVID anyway, even when they don't. They can't test for the Delta variant. They already came out and said that a certain section of the tests can't detect between the flu or the COVID-19. So again, this is all by design, folks. But if you do live in New Orleans or San Francisco, well... The crunch is coming down on you, just like in New York City. So stand up if you live in New York and San Francisco and don't allow it to happen. And, you know, sometimes we got to sacrifice whatever it is that we got to sacrifice in order to make those, uh, take those stands and show that courage is contagious. So they're doing it, one after the other. Dominoes, ladies and gentlemen. They're trying to do it one after the other. City by city, blue city by blue city. Now here... here's the kicker folks check this out you know you have blue cities like austin blue cities like dallas blue cities like orlando that are in red states now we already have governor abbott and governor desantis who have uh put out executive orders with it, it with which is legitimate power given to them by the legislature of their states which in turn is given to them him by the people of the state and they've already signed their executive order saying no mask mandates in 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 businesses restaurants schools and everything now there's a bunch of liberal cities and mayors and and uh crybabies out there that are that are planning on defying these orders we're going to defy these orders we're not going to do it and we're going to take our chances and hopefully get in front of a liberal judge who will tell you that you don't have the power to do this. Okay, would you like to play that game? Would you like to play a game? Well, let's play a game, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what a judge doesn't have the ability to do? Do you know what the federal government doesn't have the ability to do? It doesn't have the ability to tell a red state governor like Governor Greg Abbott or like Governor Ron DeSantis. It doesn't have the power to tell them that they don't have the power to cancel your liquor license so if you're a restaurant or a bar and you make a majority of your money from your liquor license and you want to be in a and you're in a city and you're in a city where the mayor is saying nope we're defying the governor's orders and we are going to make you we're going to make you wear a mask or 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 or, uh, uh, require masks or require max mandates or If a restaurant or a bar themselves says we're requiring it, you can't come in. Okay, we'll pull your liquor license. Pull the liquor license of every single business who requires a vaccine passport or a negative test or any kind of uh, intrusion on your health or a mask. Pull their liquor license. If they don't want to listen to the governor, if they don't want to listen to the people of the state, pull their liquor license. And then guess what happens after that? Okay, say they say, okay, pull our liquor license. Oh, well, all right, now we're going to pull your food license. And we're going to pull your state license to be able to serve food to the public. How's that going to hit you? It's going to hurt you? Okay, you don't want to play that game? That doesn't still bother you even though you're a restaurant? Let's play this game. You require a vaccine passport or a negative test or a mask to come into your establishment? Now we're going to pull your business license. Now the state can literally say, you can't do business in this state. Take your business outside. Take your business outside. 
You can fine them. You can take their liquor license away. You can take their food license away. And you can take their complete business license away. So if these businesses wanted to want to defy the governor, or if these business associations get together with the mayor of, like, say, Austin or Dallas or Orlando and say, we're behind the mayor here and we don't want to do this. Oh, well. Oh, well. Maybe you should have thought about that. Maybe you should have thought about that. Pull all their liquor license, pull their food license, pull their business licenses. You can't beat God and you can't beat individual states because they have a, so much more power than the federal government, folks. Somebody said that there were some trolls in the comments sections of social media. Good. Welcome to Live from America. Hopefully you'll learn something while you're here about freedom and how the United States is built to work, not the United States that you want to turn it into. Thank you very much for being here. But if you're here just to spew nonsense and not listen, then... All right, we're going to take a quick break here on Live from America so we can call Senator Lindsey Graham and ask why he supported the infrastructure bill and why he continues to defy the will of the people who voted him in. And we'll be right back right after this. Okay, let's call Lindsey Graham, everybody. One, two, two, four. Oh, excuse me. One, two, oh, two, 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 four, five, nine, seven, two. Again, for those who want to put this in the uh, thread, it is 1202-224-5972. Here we go. See, we like trolls here on Rumble because the they can't do nothing. The office of Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. Constituents wishing to share their thoughts with Senator Graham about current events as well as legislation before the U.S. Senate, please do so by pressing 1. If you are calling because you need help resolving a problem you are having with a federal agency, please leave your message for Senator Graham regarding current events as well as legislation before the U.S. Senate. Hello, Senator Lindsey Graham. My name is Jeremy Harrell. I'm a host of a show called Live from America. I'm sure you've heard of it. But if you haven't, there are a good 8,000 people watching on social media right now. We do have you live. Um on speakerphone, and all of us are curious as to why you keep flip-flopping so much when it comes to the will of the Republican Party and the people that make up the Republican Party. Uh, sometimes we wave, you know, cheer flags for you, but and, and, and just as many uh, other times we're waving flags of like, whoa, what are you doing? Lindsey Graham, please, please put out a statement. Come on this show, jeremyherald.com, live from America. Reach out to me. Come on here and please explain to the people why you sided with the Democrats on this anything but infrastructure bill that you know and I know is just a gateway to the $3.5 trillion liberal fantasy bill that has nothing to do with making America great again. And we want to know why you're constantly flip-flopping just as much as Dr. Fauci. Maybe, maybe, Lindsay, you and Tony Fauci are just one and the same person. But either way, I think there's some explaining that you need to do because everybody in your state and around this country wants to know why you constantly side with the Democrats out of one side of your mouth and out of the other side of your mouth. Go on Tucker and Sean Hannity and say how amazing the Republican Party is and how terrible the Democratic Party is. Sir, we hope that you can make these comments uh, available to us and that we hope you can come out and tell us the truth. Thank you very much. God bless you, sir, and have a great day. Cowards, every single one of them in my book. Cowards. 
Okay, we called out Dan Crenshaw yesterday. Somebody said, yes, call out Dan Crenshaw. We called him out yesterday. So let's get back to more Live from America, shall we? All right, back with more news here on Live from America. We talked about the military. We talked about this craziness that they're trying to do in the military with uh, mandating this vaccine. Now, we uh, on yesterday's show, maybe it was the day before, I can't really remember, but we already came on here and told you that uh, they can try to do everything that they can to people and punish them or whatever. But they, until the vaccine is considered not emergency use, but is fully approved, they don't really have a legal basis to stand on here. So what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to hurt these soldiers, these men and women who fight for our country monetarily and every, every other and every other way they can, just like they're doing to us citizens, to put the pressure on them to force them to comply. Now I'm going to play a video for you that almost made me cry, and this is from a soldier who has a family who's experiencing some of those pressures right now. And it's not right. But you can see how deflated he is. You can see his tenacity and his American grit, his soldier-like grit, just be deflated by the news that he has to take this vaccine. Very scary stuff, folks. Check it out. What's up, TikTok? So, you know, this is a part two, you know, update on, uh, you know, my last video where I was talking about how I'm not going to take the vaccine or whatever. Man, let me tell you about these people, bro. Wallin', right? They talking about they're going to make the vaccine mandatory because it possibly can be, can or may be used as a uh, biological weapon. As in, like, the same reference as to anthrax. Then they talking about if you elect not to take the vaccine, then you will be facing a field-grade Article 15 according to, you know, under UCMJ, which means they could take two pay grades from you. You're going to lose a lot of money. Then they talking about some, oh, it doesn't stop there. They're not going to just kick you out. Like then you may be facing a court martial, which is basically you may, you run the possibility of ending up in Fort Leavenworth in federal prison for not taking a vaccine. Man, all I got to say is like, like, bro, I got a, I got a family. I got a wife. I got kids, man. Look, I I can't take that. I cannot take that's a big big L if I really go ahead and try and refuse these people. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt TikTok. <sighs> it is what it is. Guess I'm gonna be a zombie in twenty forty two with everybody else, cause I am not taking that L boy. <sighs> crazy. Just crazy. Anyway. Like and follow for more content, man. If y'all want any, you know, status updates on anything, you know, let me know. Like and follow. So there you go. He's talking about not taking that L. What he's talking about is not taking that loss. He doesn't. He can't. He can't afford to take that loss. He's got a wife. He's got kids. And then he said, if they further, they, if they, they're telling the soldiers that if they, if they say no then they're going to take the pay grade away from them. If they still say no, then they're running the risk of putting them in Fort Leavenworth, which I don't think they have a legal stance to do. But look who's in our White House right now illegally. Look at what they're doing pushing these mandates illegally everywhere. That's why I was so fired up yesterday. That is why I was coming from the heart yesterday. That is why the shows were so different yesterday. Folks, we just broke 7,000 on Rumble alone. Keep those shares going. Let's push it up so the world can see what we're talking about here because what we talk about here on Life from America is truth. Now let's go from one guy that you can really respect, even though he's being deflated, even though he's being hurt. 
even though he's trying to, they're, they're trying to destroy this guy at every level and every other soldier out there by 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 literally just taking away all of their all of their 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 tenacity, their grit, their more their they're they're just taking away everything from them. They're taking away their heart. They're taking away their energy to fight. They're taking away it all. And 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 and, and as much as we want to get behind this guy and say no, stand your ground. He's got a, he's got a choice to make. And we respect our military. We respect our men and women in blue. You know who we don't respect? We don't respect the governator. Come on, take the shot. Come on and take the shot. Screw your freedoms. It doesn't matter. You get it. It doesn't matter. You got to stay away from getting the COVID. Because the come on, take the shot now. Do it. Do it. Screw your freedoms. Arnold Schwarzenegger, whose father was a Nazi, by the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger literally is the American dream. He literally, his story is the American dream. And somewhere along the lines, come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger has got completely wrong. Because now he is calling for the United States to go back to what his father helped create in Nazi Germany and in that area in the 1930s and 40s. His own dad. Check out this video from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Say, screw your freedoms, come on. Not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and, and responsibilities. We cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and, and responsibilities. We cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. Actually, Arnold, I do have that right. No, my freedoms, Arnold, and this is why, and this is, I know you weren't born in the United States, and you just don't get it. You just don't understand how the Constitution works. Okay, we get it. With your little privileged life, and your little privileged gated community, and your privileged bank account, and your privileged bot security guards, and your privileged, you know, wall of Hollywood. Behind that wall, you guys are all having sex with children and all that. We get it. We get it. But let me just school you on a little something here called uh, uh, the Constitution, Arnold. Now, we've know, we, we know you've fought in aliens and predators and other people, and you've used M16 machine guns and what you call assault rifles, killed everybody, chopped their heads off. Aye! But I know you don't know about the Constitution because you've clearly never made a movie about it. So let me school you real quick on the Constitution. My constitutions don't come with strings, dum-dum. So because Arnold Schwarzenegger is the biggest dum-dum in the world, he's, you know, physically, literally, this is the Arnold Schwarzenegger dum-dum award of the day. We're going to just throw it at him and hope it hits his head. Come My freedoms do not come with strings attached. My freedoms are not given to me on a condition. My freedoms are given to me by God. Not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not Hollywood. And not... Let me just... Let me go back to the screen there real quick. Guess who this... Guess who this guy is right here. Who's this guy right here? Let me play the video for you. Tell me if you know who this guy is right here. You should know who he is. You saw him all last year. When you affect other people... Who's this guy? I'm gonna shut, shut up, Arnold. I don't want to hear you. Who is this guy right here? Anybody want to take a guess? You should know who he is. Seen him all year last year lying his butt off in uniform. 
His best buddy is, is Adam Schiff. That is Colonel Vinman, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I remember disgraced Colonel Vinman, the whistleblower that, uh, of the Ukraine call that was a complete idiot, had no idea what he was talking about. That's Colonel Vinman. Look! Arnold Schwarzenegger is having a conversation with Colonel Vinman. Two liars. Two morons. Who clearly don't know what they're talking about. That's what we got going on, folks. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Colonel Vinman. Nobody said nothing about Colonel Vinman sitting in that video the last two days. That video's been circling for two days. Has anybody said anything about Colonel Vinman being there? Why is he there? What's this conversation about? What's really going on here? You got the whistleblower and the governor. Lie! My freedoms are not a condition of anything. They don't come with rights, or they don't come with responsibilities and obligations. They're come from God as a free gift. Learn it, or go back to Austria, numbskull. And speaking of giant dum-dums, let's go to Eric Holder real quick, ladies and gentlemen. You all know dirtbag Eric Holder. Remember him? Obama's, uh, former President Obama's uh, Attorney General. You know, the one that said when, when, when they go low, we kick them. And, and the one who was responsible for running the Fast and Furious gun scheme to Mexico, which got thousands of Americans killed, including border agents. Yeah, that guy. Eric Holder is now calling for insurrection. Straight up insurrection. And where am I getting that from? Well, from the Democrats themselves. The Democrats said that the reason that January 6th was called an insurrection is because even though you're not armed, you still tried to stop a legal government proceeding from happening. You tried to stop elected officials from doing their job. That is the definition from the Democrats of what January 6th is and why it's called an insurrection. Because I'll say, well, nobody stormed that Capitol with weapons. That would be an insurrection, maybe. No, 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 folks. Nope. Nope. The insurrection is because you tried to stop government officials from doing their job. Well, dirtbag Eric Holder's asking for the same thing. He's asking citizens to get into the streets and start, uh, get into the streets, get arrested, do whatever you have to do, he says, to preserve the Democratic Party's right to steal elections? No, no, no. He's actually calling for all BLM and Antifa, all these crazy people, to get in the streets and do whatever they have to do to stop Governor Greg Abbott, Governor Ron DeSantis, Governor Kemp, as much as I don't like to say his name, but really it's to stop the state legislation from making voter integrity laws. He is calling on his dirtbags to get in the streets. I'm sure they'll all say, have shirts that say, Eric Holder bought this. The Democratic, paid for by the Democratic Party. They'll be in the streets doing whatever possible, even getting arrested if they have to, to stop the will of the people in those states from happening. That's an insurrection. Last I checked, that was an insurrection, folks. That was the last I checked. I mean, I'm not sure. But from what the Democrats say, that's, that's clearly an insurrection. Wow. I got a lot more to go through, but we're going to show RAV some love right now. We're going to show Real America's Voice some love right now. And the reason why we're going to show them some love right now is because unlike Fox News and other programs, they brought me on for a reason. Real America's Voice News brought me on to tell the truth. They brought me on to be real. They brought me on to be brash and bold, but but, but do it with a conscience of God. And that's why I'm partnered with them. That's why I am going to uh, become part of their network. That's why they got people like Bannon. That's why they got people like Berkwam. That's why they got people like me, Amanda Head, and many others. You notice Bannon's one of the only real popular guys out there pushing this election fraud home. 
and he's on Real America's Voice. That's why I'm here. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more right after this message from Real America's Voice. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice and the war room. Check it out. Real America's voice and the war room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. Okay, back here with Live from America, we're going to go right back to the story we were just talking about. New stations need to get off the fence, much like churches need to get off the fence, and start picking a side, good or evil. And they got to start making sacrifices and stop worrying about their bottom dollar. I know it's a business, but there's also a responsibility to freedom and preservation of country. So yesterday, I, as much as I told you, I love Hannity, love Tucker, love Bongino, love Laura Ingram. Love Ben Shapiro. Love all of those guys. Every single one of them for doing what they're doing and paving the way that they've paved in their own way. However, I agreed with Mike Lindell when he was up on the, st up on the stage yesterday pleading for these people to open up and tell what's going on. Pleading. You know, as much crap was written about Mike Lindell's symposium, if you watched the whole thing, which, which he's running again, he's airing it again, I suggest you go back and watch it. Because so much major news was dropped in there. So much major revelations were dropped in there that were major tools for delegations to go back, for late legislatures to go back to their own state. Don't listen to the media. Because there was a lot that was revealed that showed voter fraud. Okay? And why these people aren't saying more about it, I, I mean, I know. But I, I agree with Mike Lindell. So I decided last night to call them all out and say, I am I'm calling on you to all do the same thing. Make a sacrifice. They can't arrest all of us. Exactly what Mike Lindell said. So then last night I decided to go to the social media of Dan Bongino. I decided to go to the social media of Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram. <clears throat> and I decided to just see what people were saying in the comment sections. I didn't say anything. I sat back and I watched it all. And let me show you what I, let me read to you the screenshots that I took from their social media last night from all these people who want them to say something. Okay? How about Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium, Tucker? Surely newsworthy, right? Another person says, yes, absolute lies of the regime everywhere on our elections. Where are you? Another person says, it was all very eye-opening, but yet crickets. Why aren't you giving Mike Lindell air coverage? He's exposing evil at an unprecedented level. He was physically attacked at his hotel last night. We the people need to air the audit fraud. We, need, we the people need you to air the audit fraud. This is day three and nothing from you, Fox, CBS, NBC. No other news sources is mentioning it, and it's, it's a damn shame. No more tears, please, if you can't fight with us. Someone else says, can you please go cover the Pillow Man Symposium? Someone else, I hear you running your mouth on me 
I, I hear you running your mouth on Instagram. This was on Dan Bongino's. I hear you running your mouth on Instagram every night, but tell me something, sir. Why the hell haven't you said anything about Mike Lindell Symposium? Don't be a fake and don't be a fraud. Speak what needs to be said for our country. Now, I'm just reading to you harsh words. In no way do I back what anybody, anybody these people are saying or anything. I'm just reading to you what the people are asking for. Um, somebody else wrote, uh, you're a complete embarrassment. Somebody else wrote, Frank speech, talk about the election fraud now. Why haven't you spoke about Mike Lindell symposium? I'm curious. It appears he's trying to expose fraud, but you, Sean Hannity, haven't even commented on it. What's up with the cyber symposium? Why are you mute, bro? Why aren't you reporting on the cyber symposium? All you're doing is blacking it out like media does. What the heck is going on? Somebody else says, wow, used to love this show. What a waste. We've already been down this road. Sweep, sweep under the rug. How about some cyber imposium and voter fraud? Something we actually need to address. You're right. I have no words for the crickets I'm hearing from you. Be more like Levin. And I can keep going on and on and on and on. I'm scrolling right now. I just got pages of this stuff. But then he actually, Dan Bongino actually addressed it on his uh, Facebook. He wrote, nobody in capital letters tells me what to talk about on my show. Nobody. Not now. Not ever. Now again, folks, I love every one of those people. I think they've paved the way for conservative radio and, and, and a voice for a long time. But Mike Lindell had a good point. Why are they still on social media and we're all off? Because they're afraid to talk about the hard stuff. And I get it. I know why. But somewhere along the lines, I'm pleading with my fellow patriots that I love and I love watching their shows. Make a sacrifice. Somewhere along the lines, make a sacrifice. Guess what? If you have to go out on your own, your viewers will prop you up like they're doing to me. They'll do that. Mike Lindell was right. They will all do that for you. Every single one of them need to stand up. Every single one of them need to stand up, in my opinion. I'm not telling them how to do their shows. I'm not telling them. But I've heard crickets from all of them. And it makes sense why they have their social media platform still. It makes sense. Now, folks, we're talking about standing up. I want to show you what standing up looks like. I want to show you what standing up looks like. You're about to see people from Tennessee. As a matter of fact, um, from Williams County, Tennessee. Now, we've been standing up all over this country at an alarming rate, more than I've ever seen in my entire life. People are getting off the couches and saying enough is enough. School boards are running from the constituents. School board members are, are running from the very people in their community that they possibly went to school with and grew up with. They're locking them out of school board meetings. They're doing anything they can to run from the people, and the people are getting angrier and angrier. We the people are coming in bigger droves, bigger bigger uh, protests, bigger crowds, pitchforks, and, and, and whatever else we got to go get to to make this country act right. So I want to give a big shout-out to Williams County, Tennessee last night because this was incredible. Check this out. Keep that little smug. Yeah. Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Then we know who you are. We know who you are. No more masks. 
Keep it calm. No, no, no We're on these guys' side. They're no, on our side. No, they're not. They're not no, on our no, side. The police are on our side. The police are on our side. Just calm down. We really are. We behind you. You will never be allowed to public again. You will never be allowed. I know you never let us out of public view. Hey, sir. I know who you are. Please. 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 Nothing that is decided here today, regardless of how they choose to vote, has any legal bearing on any parent that's standing here. We will not comply. We will not send our children a mask. And they have no repercussion against us because that is not the law. So I wanted to come out and recommend that this be done because I would like for our children to not have to be quarantined repeatedly this year. And if they're wearing masks, their chances of picking up or transmitting this virus are really, really low. Chaos at a school board meeting over masks as the Williamson County School Board votes to have elementary school children wear masks in class at least until September 21st. As you see, deputies had to escort at least one man from that contentious meeting this evening. Dozens of parents followed after yelling at the school board to not make any mask mandatory. And inside, there was also a lack of decorum. At one point, a man in scrubs being escorted out by a Williamson County Sheriff's deputy. They are more likely to be struck by lightning. They are more likely to die of the seasonal flu. Have any of you ever mandated masks for the seasonal flu? Well, shame on you. If you want to keep them in school, you really got to do whatever you can to keep them safe. And what that really means, in my mind and in the mind of public health officials, is the first thing you do is that you surround them with people who are vaccinated. And that's the reasons why we want the teachers to get vaccinated. We want the personnel in the school to get vaccinated. And we want children who are eligible because of their age to get vaccinated. And thank you to Daily Caller for that. And yes, yeah, uh, somebody in the comment section was right. This was Tuesday not la- night, not last night. Uh, so yes, this was Tuesday night. And uh, But have you ever seen in your lifetime, think about it. I don't care how old you are. Think about your whole life. Have you ever seen school board meetings like this? Have you ever seen hundreds of people at a school board meeting? Have you ever seen more than 50 people at a school board meeting in your life? I never have. So don't let the world hold down your, your perception of what's really going on out there. We're fighting in every state. This is, a big, this is a big country, folks. Lots of stuff like this can happen and most people will never hear about it. This is a big country and it's happening everywhere. We are standing up and we are winning and that's important. We are standing up, and we are winning, and that's important. And speaking of standing up, we talked about, Mike Lindell even said, if you guys stand up, if you, you, you know, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, all of you, if you stand up, we will prop you up. And Mike Lindell knows this better than anybody, and why does Mike Lindell know this better than anybody? Because his company has been propped up by every single one of us. He knows this for a fact. That's why he's telling him to do this. He's like, just do it. You will be propped up. We'll take care of you. We'll pay your salaries. You'll get hired by OAN. You'll get hired by, you know, uh, Newsmax. Just just do it. And they still won't. It's, it's kind of incredible, really. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a quick... They're, they're continuing to still play the symposium on uh, Frank Speech and Lindell TV. So I'm going to go ahead and, and, and play this quick video from Mike, and then we're going to come out and finish out the last three stories of the day. Stay with me. Be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. 
Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber the symposium is still being played, so if you haven't seen it, go watch it. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support the Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. All right, folks, and, 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 and I support him. I support him, and I always have, and I always will. Mike Lindell, great, great, great patriot. Okay, I want to get back to some very, really major stories here. Oh, and somebody asked what happened to the interview with Brad Barton. I'm still going to have Brad on. We just didn't get a chance to get it done this week. I'm still going to reach out to Brad and have him on. I was talking to him last week. He was on vacation. We're still going to make that happen, just so you know. All right, Amy Phoney Barrett has been a massive disappointment, everyone. Amy Phoney Barrett has been a massive disappointment, and yesterday she did not disappoint to disappoint again. She denied a lawsuit against Indiana University requirements that all students be vaccinated against the Fauci virus for the fall semester. And she didn't, and she did this unilaterally. <clears throat> this was not a case that she needed to push up to the entire Supreme Court. She had the power to weigh in on this, make a judgment on this, pass it up to the Supreme Court, or deny it. She denied it. She kicked it out of court. She did not have a reason for it. She did not give an explanation for it. She did not put a statement out for it. But Amy Phoney Barrett has become one of the biggest disappointments I have ever seen in my entire life, especially sitting there listening to her act as well as she did in this in those congressional hearings when they were trying to uh, when they were when they were running her name through the mud. I felt so bad for her. But again, the reason why I brought up Rand Paul's wife yesterday was because even if you have the utmost trust in these people, look what they're capable of doing. Look what this scum is capable of doing when they're in elected offices. Again, I love Rand Paul, but the fact that his wife had that kind of investment needs to be looked at, just so that we don't get strung in the, along in the mud like we have been with Amy Phoney Barrett and others, Lindsey Graham and others. But Amy Phoney Barrett had the ability to make a judgment on this and say no to forced ma vaccinations, and she said, nope, you don't have the right to sue the, student, the, the, uh, the university for mandating it. So now this the this family and these kids are 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 screwed. No, it, it doesn't matter if they have a religious exemption or not. Apparently, from what Amy Phoney Barrett says. So again, folks, I tell you, how do you beat them? How do you beat them? You bankrupt them. You bankrupt them. You go on strike. What if you're? Let's say. Let's go back to an employer for a minute. Employer says everybody has to be mandated to be vaccines. You go around. You take the take. You take the range. You have the courage. Go around to every employee and say, "Do you agree with this? Do you agree with this? Do you agree with this? Do you agree with this?" If you get an overwhelming no, then organize a strike. That strike, especially for a company that has international orders and stuff like that, or even you know any any company that does business, if their entire workforce says, "Okay, we're done. We're done today. We're not working." And the next day, and the next day. They're not going to be able to hire anybody. And why do I know this? Because I have a, there's a bunch of factories in my little city here. And every one of them, the temp agencies, um, they're, they're having to, the temp agency people are quitting left and right. They're quitting left and right because they can make more money not working when Biden's environment than they can working. Plus, they won't wear masks at certain places. So they can't find any help. I've been telling you this. So all you got to do is organize a strike. Have that courage to do that in your job and say, let's all walk out right now. You will have everything you want and more within a week.
Vicky65 says, sorry, Jeremy, that's not accurate. Religious exemptions will hold up. Well, part of this plea, part of this plea was, uh, if you look at the wording in the, uh, in the lawsuit, it said, um, it, it addressed religious and health exemptions. It addressed that. And when Amy Phoney Barrett disregarded that, she didn't make a statement on that. So it's still left out there. I agree. Religious and health exemptions should apply no matter what anywhere. No matter what anywhere. But they don't on airlines, do they? They don't on airlines. You still got to wear your mask. Pretty soon you'll probably have to get vaxxed. Who knows? But the point is, in her not making a statement or addressing any of it, it's still left out there. And the lawsuit is dead. So I agree with you 100%. I'm just saying what happened in that case. But all you got to do, folks, the power has always been in us. More of us just got to get that courage. That's all. And maybe you're the one to bring that courage to your work environment. Maybe you're the one to bring that courage to, your, to, the, to, to the college that you work in. I don't know. But we have options, folks. Stephanie says she upheld religious. Well, I did not see a statement where she upheld religious. Please send that to me. I'd love to see it. I did not see it. I did not see a statement on it. Matter of fact, I see no statement from her. But if you find that, if you have that piece, please send it to me and I'll show it on the show um, on Monday. Because Monday's my birthday. Guess I'll do a special birthday show. All right, now um, <laughs> I want to show you a couple. I, I think pretty funny videos. And uh, thank you for the RAV team for putting this together. The Real America's Voice team. They decided to put all of the uh, the Republican rhinos who voted for the infrastructure bill um, in on the uh, <laughs> the Brady Bunch theme. Now I wish they would have changed the, the words to the Rhino Bunch, but I think it's funny. So let's have a nice little laugh before we end the show today. Have sh shall we? Here we go. The Rhino Bunch, the Rhino Bunch, the Rhino Bunch. The Rhino Bunch. Here's the story of a bunch of rhinos who would side with the Democrats every day. And they don't care about Americans anyway. They just want to stay in power with their friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Real America's Voice News, for putting that together for me. That was great. That's always, always, always fun, right? We need some laughs, right? And here, let's put another smile on our face. Now, I know Ben Shapiro's not out there talking about the election fraud like he should, but when he actually makes somebody like Bill Maher say, "Well, I'm sorry, you're right. I guess I shouldn't. I guess I should be quiet." Uh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing when he shuts up Bill Maher. So this is Ben Shapiro submitting. Bill Maher, in a stupid comment that Bill Maher made, that Republicans are actually okay with meeting dictators. This is ridiculous. Check this out. This dictator immunity. That, I mean, if a Democrat kissed up to a dictator like that, I don't if, know. I mean, if a, Democratic, if a Democrat kissed up to a dictator. Barack Obama went and held hands with, with Fidel Castro's brother at a baseball game. If a Democrat kissed up to a dictator like that. Yeah, Barack Obama you're right. said that Castro he was going was to yes. provide flexibility to Vladimir Putin. All right, forget that. The <laughs> uh, Republican Party gets this sort of dictator immunity. That I mean, if a Democrat kissed up to a dictator like that, Wait, I don't if, know. I mean, if a Democrat if a Democrat kissed up to a dictator, Barack Obama went and held hands with with Fidel Castro's brother at a baseball game. If a Democrat kissed up to a dictator like that, yeah. Barack Obama you're right. said that Castro he was going was to yes. provide flexibility to Vladimir Putin. All right, forget that. <laughs> <laughs> now, while, uh, quiet down, Bill Maher, we're done talking to you. Now, while uh, I have my own problems with Ben Shapiro being a never-Trumper and this, that, and the other, 
The guy is a super intelligent person, and I don't know if I'd ever want to debate somebody like him because he can pull facts out of everywhere he ever read. But it's always good when he shuts up a liberal, regardless of his rhino tendencies. It's always nice to see him shut up a liberal like that. Again, not a big fan of him, but I'm a less lesser fan of Bill Maher. So, <laughs> All right, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you like what you see here, if you like what you watch here, please don't hesitate to share the video. Go to JeremyHarrell.com, sign up for the newsletter and uh, consider becoming a monthly donor. Or there's some really cool songs for you to listen to or some uh, apparel for you to check out to you on JeremyHarrell.com. I'm going to go away for the weekend. I'm going to have a great time with my family, folks. Again, no show tonight. Thank you, Deb Yoakum. I appreciate that. Uh, there'll be no show tonight, so I will see you back bright and early Monday morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Have a great weekend. God bless you. Enjoy your families. I'm out of here. See you later.